Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on 106.7 The Fan. We are simulcasted on our sister station, the Team 980, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me. It'll take you up to 105 before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Marlins. Speaking of the Nats, we'll be joined by Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington. He used to cover the Washington Nationals. He'll give us his thoughts on the big news we got during the week. Steven Strasburg. 2019 World Series MVP, calling it a career, a press conference tentatively set for September the 9th from Nats Park. So we'll go down memory lane when Matt Wyrick joins the show coming up at about 1220 at 1120. uh, We'll take a big picture look at the National Football League. Now that preseason week number three getting ready to wrap up tonight, we'll be joined by Trevor Sikama, a pro football focus. And like I said, Preseason week three going to wrap up tonight. It's about time we start looking toward the regular season. It was exciting to get our whistle wet with preseason football, but if my math is correct, I believe we are 12 days, 11 days away from the start of the regular season, that Thursday night football game where the Kansas City Chiefs set to have their ring ceremony. They'll take on the Detroit Lions, a.k.a. the Fighting Dan Campbell, so I'm definitely excited to see that one, we'll talk all things NFL regular season, and we'll wrap up preseason week number three when Trevor Sikama joins us at 11:20. I want to get down to the nitty gritty here this morning and do something that I normally don't participate in. I'll be honest with you. I think today, probably do it during the 10 o'clock hour. I will take a stab at projecting this Washington Commanders 53-man roster. That's what I'm going to do this morning. Normally, I don't participate in this exercise because it's super difficult. It honestly gets stressful when you think about it. That's why I don't envy Ron Rivera. I don't envy Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney and Eric Stokes. These guys have a really difficult decision to make here tonight at really every position on the roster uh, going through right now and looking on ESPN. Our pal John Kime had to put together his 53-man roster projection uh, for ESPN+, and we'll go through that as well before we get out of here, but... I want to start on the hardwood because last night, I'll be honest with you, when you talk about the WNBA, unless you're in the postseason, a casual hoop head's probably not paying attention, but last night, the Washington Mystics doing the unthinkable, holding the Las Vegas Aces to their lowest point total of the season, 
putting it on them. 78 to 62. Elena Deladon deep in her bag offensively. 21.7 rebounds. She was efficient as well. Six of 10 from the floor, seven of seven from the charity stripe. It was exciting to see the defense that the Mystics played last night, making life super difficult for Aja Wilson, who had a record setting week last week where she dropped 53. Last night, the old sticks at ESA, Entertainment and Sports Arena, holding Aja Wilson to four of 12 from the field. She turned the ball over three or four times as well. It was a great effort from Coach Tybalt's squad, and I honestly cannot wait to see what happens come postseason time. This is the one thing that we talk about with the Mystics. They're finally healthy, right? They're, they're ready. This is a group that is probably, to me, starting to get healthy and maybe peak at the right time. Shakira Austin coming back to the lineup last week. Elena Deladon has been in and out of the lineup with ankle injuries and back injuries. So if this group can maintain good health uh, going into the home stretch of the regular season and as we get geared up for the playoffs, despite the record at only, what, 16 and 18, you saw yesterday knocking off the 30 and 4 Las Vegas Aces that the Washington Mystics can compete with, with just about every team in the WNBA. So it was definitely, definitely cool to see that. I mentioned NFL preseason week number three continued yesterday, and we got a couple of answers uh, at the quarterback position. It was announced on Friday afternoon, I believe, by Todd Bowles and company that Baker Mayfield going to be the starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's one quarterback controversy and quarterback competition that is solved right now in the NFC. And talked about this last week, filling in for Kevin Sheehan over on the Team 980. The Buccaneers are interesting to me because Baker Mayfield is somebody that, call me crazy, I still believe in for some reason. We haven't seen Baker Mayfield with this cast of characters and this type of weaponry on the outside and up front along the offensive line for the Tampa Bay Bucs. So I'm excited to see what Baker can do uh, down in South Florida. But that division as a whole, to me, is really why I have confidence in Baker Mayfield and company. I think this may be... This may be the perfect strike of luck for Baker Mayfield, right? Tom Brady retires. You enter a situation where they've got an incumbent quarterback uh, in Kyle Trask, former third-round pick that they had some belief in. Baker, though, going in during training camp, handling his business and, and winning that job. As you take a look at the landscape, though, in the NFC, it's the Eagles versus the field. And I want to talk about that a little bit later on in the show as well. What's more likely? The Philadelphia Eagles getting back to the NFC Championship or the field. And when I look at a team like Tampa Bay, and I look at a team in the NFC West like Seattle and San Francisco, it makes it really difficult, and it, it really highlights the parity that's going to go on this year during the 2023 season. We'll also have another installment, an L Super Six Pack, before we get out of here. We'll do this a lot. I'm in for Kevin Sheehan with the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, all next week, so we'll get you ready and start peeking towards week one of the NFL regular season. But, yeah, Nell Super Six Pack, I want to give you my top six quarterbacks across the National Football League heading into the 2023 season. And I feel like the order of the guys may shock you. Your, your usual suspects and your usual cast of characters, but the order this time around may definitely uh, ruffle some feathers and shock some folks. Got the opportunity this weekend uh, to get back in the booth, called a little bit of high school football. Don Bosco prep, one of the top, private schools in New Jersey coming all the way down uh, to old Severn, Maryland to take on Archbishop Spalding. And last year when those two teams 
faced off in week number zero is what we call it in the high school and college football season. Uh, it was all Don Bosco, a litany of D1 products on both sides of the line of scrimmage for these two teams. Uh, Don Bosco last year winning by 28, I believe. They jumped out to a 27-0 lead uh, before Archbishop Spalding kind of crawled their way back into this one. But Friday night, it was all Malik Washington and the Archbishop Spalding Raiders, man. It was uh, definitely fun to watch. And anytime you get to see these kids as juniors and sophomores, it really gives you a peek into the future as to what the college football landscape could look like moving forward. The quarterback for Archbishop Spalding is probably somebody we're going to see playing on Sundays here in a couple of years. Malik Washington, 6'4", 215 pounds. He's getting looked at already by Maryland, Arkansas, Duke, Notre Dame. So this is a kid that is one of the most decorated athletes right now in the state of Maryland. The number 12 quarterback in the class of 2025. And he was on one, so to speak, on Friday night, man. It was exciting being in that environment and being in that atmosphere. Uh, it gets you ready uh, for the NFL regular season. Then it gets you ready for the college football regular season, which got underway yesterday with week number zero. Our old pal Pete Medhurst was on the call out in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, as Notre Dame put it on Navy, 42-3, to 28-0 at the half. And the big story out of that one, Sean Hartman, this kid coming over, Sam Hartman, excuse me, coming over and really proving himself for the first time in, I guess, a, a pro-style offense, as we want to call it. He was flawless. I understand it's Navy, right? So you're probably going to face much stiffer competition uh, as the, the, the college football season progresses. But coming from Wake Forest, I know there was some questions as to whether or not he could do this uh, at the highest level possible. His last two seasons, though, with Wake, almost 80 touchdowns combined through the air. So the kids got moxie. The kids got juice. He was darn near flawless yesterday, though. It was exciting to watch. And every year we kind of figure and wonder, what's going to happen with Notre Dame? Are they going to be able to punch above their weight class, so to speak? Because when you don't have an actual conference home and, and they make up this schedule, when they go up against some of the big dogs later on in the season, you wonder – how Sam Hartman and company are going to be able to handle this. They got number three, Ohio State, coming up at the end of September. That's the one that I know a lot of fans have circled on their calendar. They'll host USC. They'll travel on the road against Clemson. And they'll get to take on Sam Hartman's former school, uh, Wake Forest, on November the 18th. So I'll definitely be paying close attention to the Fighting Irish as the college football season progresses. We also got to see yesterday in week number zero that bad, bad, Man, Caleb Williams, probably the most highly touted quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck in, in yesterday, coming out, projected number one overall pick to throw four touchdowns in your week zero game in college football was darn impressive. The highlight right now that's surfacing around Caleb Williams throwing off his back foot under pressure, throws an absolute laser for a touchdown, and it, his talent yesterday uh, on full display, Mr. Zachariah Branch doing the honors for him on that one. And the more and more I think about this USC football team, it's all going to go as Caleb Williams goes. But I think when we look at who is actually going to be the number one overall pick uh, in next April's draft, I think Caleb Williams definitely is one of those names that constantly is being mentioned. Drake May of North Carolina is another guy who's got a real legit opportunity to be the number one overall pick. I think it's a two-legged two race or two-horse race, so to speak. 
and I got to be biased, Caleb Williams being from D.C., I think he's got the upside. But just watching him in, in the eye test, so to speak, and the way he plays the game, he's got a lot of, dare I say it, Patrick Mahomes to his game. I know that's a very dangerous comparison to make. But Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams is worth it, man. Caleb Williams definitely is a guy that's earned that. And I feel like moving forward, as this college football season progresses, the conversation and storyline is going to be, can he top his statistical performance from last year, which was just absolutely insane, especially what he did in the bowl game on one leg during the entirety of the 2022 season last year, though. 42 touchdowns, five picks, threw for over 4,500 yards. Caleb Williams, clearly one of the best quarterbacks in college football, and I'm eager to see what it's going to look like you know, when he gets drafted and has to do these things for real uh, on Sunday. Like I said, we'll have a couple of guests stop by the program before we get out of here. Coming up at 11.20, our pal Trevor Sikama of Pro Football Focus is set to join us. We'll take a big-picture look around the National Football League. And coming up at 12.20, Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington is set to join us. He was on the beat during the World Series run for the Washington Nationals back in 2019. He'll give his thoughts and we'll reminisce on the career of Steven Strasburg, 2019 World Series MVP, calling it a career after complications with the thoracic outlet syndrome, nerve damage, uh, having real struggles right now doing everyday life things like playing with his kids and opening up doors and standing for certain periods of time. We'll go through it all when Matt Wyrick joins us coming up at about 1220. You all know how I get down those. The People Show Tapping with me all show long, one of three ways. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, it's Linnell's lead line. The top story from the night, the Washington Commanders undefeated in the preseason for the first time since 2013. How did it happen? We'll tell you all next. You know the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Just getting rolling here on this Sunday morning edition of Overtime. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 105 before we kick the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Marlins. Coming up at about 11.20, our pal Trevor Sikama is set to join the program Covers the National Football League for Pro Football Focus. We will take a big picture look around the NFL as we get geared up for regular season week number one. The preseason finishes up tonight. We'll ask Tampa Bay Trey what he thinks about the Washington Commanders moving forward. And we'll ask him his sleeper team in each conference. That's coming up at about 11.20. Right now, though, I want to get to the top story from the weekend in Linnell's lead line. For our top story in other news, more news, the biggest breaking news story this town has ever seen. Linnell's lead line. A couple of different things to sort through here. Obviously, though, I want to get to the action from last night. Preseason week number three wrapping up for the Burgundy and Gold. They were victorious 21 to 19 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Jake Fromm leading the way once again at quarterback 13 of 18, 144 yards. And two touchdowns. We got a healthy dose of Jacoby Brissett as well. He was 10 of 15 for 96 yards and a touchdown. The Washington running backs as a collective unit, I thought, did really well. And shout out to this commander's offensive line, creating the holes for these backs to be able to have some success. As a unit yesterday, between Chris Rodriguez, Jarrett Patterson, Derek Gore, and Jonathan Williams, these commander's backs, 25 carries, 150 yards. They didn't find the end zone. But anytime you're averaging six yards a pop, it makes life much easier for your young quarterbacks. A couple of standout performances in the wide receiver room. Mitchell Tinsley, the undrafted free agent out of Penn State, a guy that I believe is firmly on this roster after his performance last night. Three catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown, including uh, the touchdown, like I mentioned, from Jacoby Brissett working in the scramble drill. Tinsley, I thought, did a hell of a job keeping his feet inbounds, making the defender miss. In each of the three preseason games, we have called Mitchell Tinsley's number, and I think he's a guy that, you know, unless the numbers game at the wide receiver just doesn't fall in his favor, I think he's made enough plays to show that he's deserving uh, enough to be on this 53-man roster. The one issue that Washington may have, if they don't get him on the 53 and they try to slide him to the practice squad, good luck. Good luck. Unless the other 31 teams in the NFL are just brain dead and aren't watching the tape, Mitchell Tinsley is clearly an NFL wide receiver. Hopefully, uh, it ends up being here in Washington. Some standout performances on the defensive side of the football. Wasn't a whole lot. Will Bradley King is somebody that stood out to me, and when I was doing my 53-man roster projection, he is still, to me, on the outside looking in. But I thought last night he showed his pass rush juice off of the edge, and maybe he's a guy that they can sneak onto the practice squad. He's been on this team since 2020, I believe, the seventh-round pick out of Baylor. Washington continuing uh, to to stick around and and allow him to be on this roster as he tries to develop uh, a consistent repertoire of pass rush moves. As we get closer to Tuesday's 4 p.m. deadline where they got to get this roster down to 53, definitely think William Bradley King, after his performance last night, makes the job a hell of a lot more difficult for Ron Rivera 
uh, in this coaching staff. Speaking of Ron Rivera, he talked to a scrum of reporters yesterday after the preseason win. Ron Rivera with some tough decisions to make by Tuesday at 4 p.m. Does going undefeated in the preseason mean anything? Yeah, winning begets winning. I mean, it, it, it creates a good atmosphere, creates a positive vibe, and we're going to grow from it. You know, does it mean we're going to win in the regular season? Don't know, but I hope it does. I hope it's something that we can draw from, something we can relate to, something that can help us as we go forward. I, I really do. You know, this is the first time, so it was really cool. It really was. I mean, again, there's some energy, there's some excitement, and hopefully we can feed off that, build off of that, and it, it can help us. You're pro wave then. I'm sorry? You're pro wave then? You like the wave? Oh, yeah. Shoot, that was awesome. I mean, it was cool. I mean, I was, I, like I said, it was, it was exciting. I mean, there's an energy, there's a vibe that we, we, we're trying to connect with. And if we can do that, I think it'll help us going forward. Also, this is random, but did you give another game ball to Josh? I think he was two for two. Well, no, because, you know, it was a sequence. His first one ever as, as an owner, his first one at home. Now we got to give him some real ones. Considering the vibe and the energy, how excited are you for week one here? I'm excited just because of the, 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 all the positive things that are going on. I mean, I know the expectations are going up a little bit because of, of how we performed. Um, I, I think, again, it, it's, it's about, you know, managing our situation circumstances. We have an opportunity to go out and, you know, and, and play, and we're excited about it. What did you think of Fromm tonight and kind of throughout camp and preseason? I, I think Jake has, has, has shown himself to be, a, to be a worthy guy. I mean, he's done a nice job for us. Um, you know, we, we, we know he's got a terrific background, you know, um, having, having played at, you know, at an SEC school and then being with Buffalo and, you know, been with us for the last couple of years. And he, he's been a guy that's been, you know, good in our quarterback room as well. Does the, three more. does the craziness of previous quarterback situations while you've been here enter your mind on cut day going two or three there? Oh, yeah, it does. I mean, it really does. I mean, it's, it's a huge part of every conversation we have to have. Um, you know, because you, you most certainly are hoping you, we have it right, first and foremost. And, you know, we've been working to try and get it right for the last few years. Um, you know, this is this is a year that we, you know, we feel pretty comfortable with. Um, but again, you know, we, 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 you know, we played three preseason games. Now we start, you know, we start the uh, the regular season uh, a couple weeks from now. So we're pretty excited about it. Two more. Do you feel like the caliber of the players you're going to cut this year maybe exceeds that of previous years and is that a sign of like roster building or is that kind of year by year cyclical no i think it's a, it is a little bit of a sign of the roster build um you know we we, we do feel that th this is going to be one of the toughest conversations we have especially when it gets down to the to the depth i mean you know if if we keep you know nine or ten offensive linemen you know whoever seven eight nine ten are going to be is i mean we're we're there's a huge conversation that's going to go on. There really is. Um, and it's going to be true for every position. Those last couple, there's a lot of good young players. I mean, it's, it's funny because if you go through our roster and look at the age and where everybody is, you know, we feel like we're in a really good spot. And hopefully, you know, these guys mature and continue to grow and get, and get better and better as a football team for us. And on Cass, he had a couple huge plays as a punt returner this preseason, but then he muffed the punt inside the 10. Mm-hmm. Just catching the football, that area of the field, if, if he's on the team in 15 days, yeah. he might have to do that. But what does that do to, to, in terms of your confidence and his ability to, to help you? I'm still confident in him. You know, again, when you take a look at it, what he did was he took his eyes off at the last second just to see where it was. You know, he, was, he, he knew he was backed up, and he wanted to take a quick glance. You can't do that. Once you, get, once you focus on the ball, you've got to keep your eyes on it. And, and he brought him down a little too soon. All right. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thank you, guys.
The head coach of the Washington Commanders, Ron Rivera, speaking after yesterday's preseason finale. Washington undefeated in the preseason for the first time since 2013. But, Chris, as we were talking about before the show got started, last time Washington was undefeated during the preseason, it was because old Bobby Three Sticks, and they finished 3-13 and on the season. So, it doesn't really matter what you do in the preseason. It's about the regular season. Yeah, I think uh, I think the only difference this year is I want to see that momentum carry into yeah. at least game one, you know, week one here. And I think Ron Rivera w- was alluding to that. Look, I, I get it. Like, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to be someone that, you know, puts hot sauce in your cereal, so to speak. That's not the phrase, Chris, but you know what I mean. Look, it's great that you are winning in the preseason. It's great that you were able to carry the momentum from this summer with the transition to power, you, you can make the argument now that it's translated to the football field, but what I think what I think this preseason win streak signifies, and I hate to give this guy all the credit, it's the Eric Bieniemy effect. They have just taken things a hell of a lot more serious in terms of their preparation, in terms of how they practice. It's translated onto the field. There is a hunger level within this entire roster, one through 53, I guess one through 90 right now because they haven't cut it down, but everyone gets it. It's why you didn't see a big drop-off when the twos and the threes came in because this coaching staff has gotten this group ready based on, let's let's call it what it is, the difficult training camp that they put them through. This was not some walk-in-the-park training camp. Eric Bieniemy comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree. They take camp serious. Last year was my first time ever covering training camp. Last year's tempo and this year's tempo, night and day. Night and day difference, and I think it's going to pay dividends come the regular season. We've got plenty to get to before we hand the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler coming up at 105. They'll get you ready for Nats and Marlins. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, let's do a little commander stock report. Now that the preseason is actually over, I'll give you my stock report. Whose stock is up heading into the regular season? Whose stock is down heading into the regular season? That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. It is overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We are simulcasted on our sister station, the Team 980, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 105 before we hand things over to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They get you warmed up for Nats baseball. The fellas in Miami taking on the Marlins. It is a 135 first pitch. And per usual, you can catch all of the action right here on your flagship home for the Washington Nationals, 1067, the fan. We will take a big picture look at the National Football League coming up at 1120 when our pal Trevor Sikama of Pro Football Focus is set to join the program. Coming up top of the 10 o'clock hour as well, I'll give you my official commander's 53-man roster prediction. It's very tough. I don't envy Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney for the decisions that they got to make uh, come Tuesday at 4 p.m. when that deadline hits. Right now, though, I think it's fitting since we have wrapped up the preseason for the Washington Commanders. I think it's fitting that we do a little Commanders stock report heading into the regular season. I'll give you a stock up. Oh, that's your stock down. You you got it here. It's early in the morning, folks. You get what we're doing here. We give you a stock up and we'll give you a stock down. I want to start with, I'm feeling negative. Let's go with stock down. Start with stock down. A big goes to the free agent linebacker the Washington signed this offseason, Cody Barton from the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, He's had a little bit of a struggle uh, since he's gotten here to D.C. I don't know how much you all subscribe to Pro Football Focus, and I don't know how much you read into their stats, knowledge, and information, but Cody Barton heading into last night. Out of 217 qualified linebackers in the preseason, his pro football grade was Pro football focus grade, excuse me, was 216th out of 217 qualifying players. So he quite literally has been one of the worst linebackers in football during the preseason. I laugh when I say it. It's not funny, right? Because we need him to pay dividends for this defense during the season. We've talked about this at nauseum throughout the offseason. They are kind of phasing out the linebacker position. And you'll see just how much I think they're phasing it out when I go through my 53-man roster projection coming up here at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. But, yeah, I just think... Barton has struggled. Uh, our resident Seahawks analyst here on 106.7, Drab T-shirt, uh, producer of the Junkies. I, look, he told us that this was going to be rough and that Cody Barton just wasn't that good of a football player. I thought, think about it, what his game is predicated on. Speed, athleticism, his ability to shoot gaps. It's much easier to play fast and play that brand of football when you got John Allen and Deron Payne and Montez Sweat lined up in front of you, I thought he would come here and play like a bat out of hell, quite frankly. So he is disappointed. Pro football focus and their grade of him tells you just how bad it's been. But stock down definitely right now for Cody Barton. Stock up. 
My guy, Sam Cosme. Big offseason for him, transitioning to the right guard spot for the first time in his career. Dare I say it, ladies and gentlemen, when's the last time we saw a commander's right tackle switch to guard and become a Pro Bowl caliber player? I think the answer is Brandon Sheriff Linnell. Yes, it is, little British boy. Look, I think he's got that type of potential. Going up against John Allen and Deron practice each Deron practice. Deron Payne each and every day in practice. Iron sharpens iron, man. He's looked really good during the joint practices with Baltimore. He was really good. I think him and Nick Gates have got a little rapport going on. You're seeing them do a really nice job passing off these interior defensive line stunts. His mobility and his athleticism, I think, is going to be a big reason this screen game flourishes uh, for Eric Bieniemy in this offense. I'm, I'm an- e- eager to see and anxious to see uh, just how well Sam Cosme performs during the regular season. The big thing for Sam, honestly, has been health, right? Like, if he can stay healthy, I think the sky's the limit for this young man, and maybe we see him punch his ticket to his first career Pro Bowl uh, come the winter as well. Stock down. I want to give one to another free agent acquisition of the Washington Commanders. Thanks to say this, Andrew Wiley. Uh, the guy that plays right next to Sam Cosme along this offensive line. If Sam can be spectacular, I think maybe it makes life easier for Andrew Wiley. Uh, he's struggled, to say the least, since he's gotten here. Uh, camp was kind of difficult for him as well, going up against Montez Sweat each and every day. Uh, it was rare that we ever saw him win. I, I want to see how Eric Bieniemy and this offensive coaching staff are going to be able to dial up plays to mask some of his deficiencies. Because when you look at the pass rushers that Washington is going to have to face during the early portion of the season, it ain't going to be easy sledding, right? When you got to go up against Hassan Reddick in Philadelphia and Von Miller with the Buffalo Bills and the guys that they got over in Denver, I mean, it's going to be tough for him. Like I continue to say, though, the offensive line to me is going to go as far as this offensive coaching staff and Sam Howell takes them. Sam Howell, by getting the ball out quickly and on time, can help this offensive line. And on the same token, Eric Bieniemy and his play calling uh, could help this offensive line as well. I think they're going to end up being better than we initially thought because I keep saying the same thing. Iron sharpens iron. That's what happens. That is what happens when you get to go up against an elite defensive front each and every day in practice. It's going to look better on Sundays than it does during the week. That's, That's just how it goes. That is just how it goes. Stock up. My guy, Freaky Lee. Khalid Cutson, the linebacker uh, from the, the linebacker from the University of Michigan. Fourth year in the league. Somebody who has managed to make this 53-man roster each of the past three seasons. Uh, look, I may be going out on a limb by saying this. He has been the best linebacker in the offseason up to this point. I know he's a little bit undersized, but in terms of Football smarts, physicality, and play speed. Khalid Cutson is definitely the guy. He had two tackles for loss uh, yesterday. And I think come the regular season, you may see them use Khalid in a multitude of different ways. I want to see him used as a blitzer, right? We understand that his size kind of hinders him a little bit in coverage. But if you can isolate him one-on-one against a running back or a tight end and allow him to use the speed that he's got, I think Khalid Cutson can end up being a really important piece of this defense. I don't know what the depth chart's going to look like come week one, but maybe Khalid Cutson ends up being the guy that wears the green dot 
uh, come the fall because I think he's had that good uh, of a camp. Stock down. Kendall Fuller. And you're probably like, who? Yeah, Kendall Fuller. He hadn't played at all during the preseason. Uh, He hadn't played much during practice either. He's nursing a knee injury is what Ron Rivera and company are calling it. Going into the final year of his deal, I wonder what happens with Kendall Fuller, right? I think he needs a big season to end up being on this roster come next year. Maybe he's somebody that, depending on how the season goes and the development of the other young corners, maybe he's somebody that gets moved to the trade deadline. I need to see Kendall Fuller in action. He started off slow last year, as this entire defense did, but he is the veteran guy in this secondary. He's the old head, so to speak. And look, played well at the end of last season. But I got to put him stock down right now because he just simply hasn't been on the field. One final stock up before we get out of here. It was hard. It was hard to choose between these two guys. I'm going to give it to them both, though. I'm cheating. It's my show. I can make the rules and break the rules. Jahan Dotson and Emmanuel Forbes, two guys that I really feel like are going to be pillars of this franchise for the next five to ten years. Jahan Dotson scoring seven touchdowns last year. Despite only playing in about 12 games due to injury, he's been on one since the preseason started. We saw him score uh, against the Cleveland Browns in the first preseason game. We saw him have a couple of big-time catches against Baltimore. In practice, he's been an absolute menace. He may be my sleeper guy in terms of leading this team in touchdown receptions next year. Him and the new quarterback, Sam Howell, I thought uh, I've had a hell of a rapport throughout training camp in the whole dialogue and discussion and narrative surrounding John Dotson coming out of Penn State was, can he hold up in the National Football League? 5'11", buck 80, not the biggest guy in the world, but he is a route-running technician. He's part of this new breed of wide receivers. I'm going to tell you straight up, because of the prevalence and the importance now of 7-on-7 football in high school and middle school and college, you're going to see these wide receivers get better and better and better. When's the last time we've had a bust at wide receiver in the first round? Somebody that just flat out cannot play. Speaks to it. I think Jahan Dotson is going to be damn good. Emmanuel Forbes, coming out of Mississippi State, the whole discussion surrounding him was, can he tackle? Six foot one, 177 pounds. Looks like Kevin Durant out there on the football field. The question is, is he willing to get down and dirty and stick his face in there on run plays. We saw it on full display Monday night against Baltimore. Not only did he come down flying and make a tackle in the backfield, he also stood over the running back. Let him hear about it as well. I like the swagger that Emmanuel Forbes plays with. He is going to be the reason that I think this Washington defense is going to go from being a consensus top 10 group to maybe one of the top three or four defenses in the entire National Football League. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, I want to hear from you. one 800 636 1067 is the number. Is there anybody during the preseason that caught your eye that you want to give a stock up to or a stock down to? We'll take your calls next. Plus, I will let you hear from ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky. He had a very interesting take on Sam Howell and this commander's offense last week. We'll let you hear from Dan O and take your calls next here on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We are simulcasted on our sister station, the Team 980, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, riding with it till 105. Before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler, they'll get you warmed up for Nats and Marlins. The Curly W's looking for a series sweep over Miami, a group that, let's be honest, they have struggled to win baseball games down in Miami over the past couple of years. Yesterday, they had a big-time 3-2 win. We'll see uh, if they're able to get another Curly W here this afternoon. Trevor Williams set to be on the bump for Davey Martinez's squad. It is a 141st pitch, and per usual, you can hear all of the action right here on your flagship home of the Washington Nationals, 1067 The Fan. If you're just tuning into the show, last segment, did a little commander stock report since we just officially finished up the preseason here for the Burgundy and Gold. Give you a stock up and stock down for a couple of commanders that I think are really trending in the right direction toward the, towards the regular season. And then a couple of commanders who I think are struggling a little bit as we sit about 12 days out from the season opener. Right now, though, I want to take your calls. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. How you feeling about a few members of the Washington Commanders heading in to regular season week number one? Give me stock up and stock down for a couple of guys that you think uh, are trending in the right direction or in the wrong direction as we get geared up for week one of the regular season. Patrick is in Spotsylvania, and he's got he's got someone whose stock he is down on. What's going on, Patrick? Hey, morning to you, and um, just glad that we're three and zero in the preseason. I know it's preseason, but uh, still feels good, right? <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt. I was talking to my producer about it in the studio this morning, and I don't know if you just happened in the last time this team went undefeated during the preseason was 2013 with Bobby Three Sticks, and they ended up winning three games that year. So, take oh, it, call it what you want. But go ahead, give me, yeah. give me stock up or stock down, buddy. So, um. Chase Young stocked down for me big time. I mean, I, I, like, I wish that they had um, – I wish they had more snaps. I just – I'll believe it when I see it to see if he's, like, back in 2020 form. Deami Brown, to be honest. Um, I think that speaks to Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. Um, he's really been bringing the best out of the offense. I mean, you see guys that really underperforming, like Deami Brown. Um, even Tinsley's really shown out. And those are guys that are going to be kind of role players that Tinsley makes the team, but – I've been impressed and just that we have a plan on offense. It feels like we're actually like out there doing something instead of, I don't know, the shotgun formation <laughs> runs that, you know, uh, Scott Turner was doing last year. Just ri- it was ripping my hair out of that. So, uh, excited and hope we continue to, you know, go strong because again, it's a preseason, but look at the Ravens the last few yeah. years, you know, we ended their streak, but I mean, they, they are a perennial team and I'm hoping that's what we can, simulate so appreciate the time and thanks for taking my call yes sir patrick appreciate you tapping in as always he gave two guys stock up to deami brown the wide receiver out of unc and stock down to chase young i want to talk about number 99 here for a second because i feel like i am the number one chase young backer in this market i understand the criticism 
that has come from this fan base and media pundits here locally about his play and about his performance. But let's just not forget how dominant and how impactful he was back in 2020. I'm somebody that can relate. I had the exact same injury that Chase Young had a year ago. Ruptured my patella tendon, tore my ACL, tore my LCL. That's why I'm sitting here talking to you guys now, right? But I think with Chase Young, when you go through something, especially at this early portion in your life, it almost can serve as his mid-20s crisis, so to speak, right? Think about it. All his life, he has been the biggest, baddest dude on each and every team that he's been through. So to suffer the injury he suffered back in 2021 and to struggle to come back the way he did last year and then hearing all the chirps and and the negative energy being put on his name, man, look, if Chase Young is built like how I think Chase Young is built, all of that is motivation for him. All of that is like, look, I hear the noise, but now it's on me to go out and ball. I get it. Sometimes in this life, and if you've ever been through something, you could probably relate to this. Sometimes in life, man, it takes you hitting absolute rock bottom, being down bad, having nothing, to finally have that light flip, that, that light switch go off and say, you know what? You know what? I'm him. Let me remember exactly why I was the number two overall pick. Let me remind these folks why I was raising hell up at Ohio State. I think Chase Young is in for a bounce back year. I know he's dealing with the stinger right now, Ron Rivera. Kind of oddly yesterday during the pregame was not willing to uh, speak on his status moving forward. And we'll see if he's going to be ready to go for week one. I'm pretty sure he's going to be ready to go for week one. And I I think you combine him with Montez Sweat and John Allen and Deron Payne and the other depth pieces that they have up front. I think it's going to be hell on wheels for this defensive front. Ed is in Springdale. What's going on, Ed? Hey, hey, Linnell. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, uh, stock up on Jahan Dotson. Yes, sir. He, he, we've been saying he's been good. Everyone says good. That dude is great. <laughs> he is. He will be a top 20 receiver in the league this year, maybe even top 10. He's Deshaun Jackson without the drama. And people sleep on him because of his size. I don't know. But that kid can straight ball out. Yeah. And he can get open. All the time. Even that, uh, um, I think it was the Baltimore game mm-hmm. where um, where the pass was tipped and he still caught it. Ball He's got skills. that kind of concentration yes, sir. where he just, he does not miss balls. That That's a bad man and a good dude. Yep. And you got somebody stocked down for me. Um, it would have to be pretty much anybody on the offensive line. <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. it, this. I'm glad we've got so much uh, power at the yeah. skill position because we got to get that ball out of there quick. Hey, Ed, I appreciate the call, my man. We'll take your calls on the other side of this break. Stock up or stock down. We'll also hear from Chris Sims of NBC Sports, who's doing a little vibe check for the Washington Commanders. What does Chris Sims think about the Burgundy and Gold moving forward? That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.